from the heart of Silicon Valley in the beautiful San Francisco Bay Area. I am Sudipto Chatterjee and this is Economically Speaking with Atanu Dey. On Economically Speaking, we talk about economic topics and how they affect our world. Where oh where is the podcast? What has happened to it for the past month? Well, on the bright side, we are back. So, without further ado, let us bring to you another podcast episode of Economically Speaking. Oh, by the way, um, will we have another such break? Who knows? For the foreseeable future though, I don't think so. Keep listening. Hopefully you enjoy what you hear today and in the following weeks coming ahead. Atanu, welcome back. We ended on a very interesting note for our last episode where we were talking about um, hardware things or hardware widgets that cost the the marginal cost of producing each item iteratively is positive. So you have to basically put in some amount of money to physically manufacture the good. We discussed the opposite scenario of a software where you have some initial upfront cost to basically build it up which you referred to as a fixed cost, if I remember correctly. That's right. Yeah. And then the marginal cost of basically creating copies of it and distributing to many number of other people is zero because you just copy and somebody and it's there. Yeah. And then we were talking of how do I price a service? So let's say I start a company that basically delivers groceries to your doorstep. Or okay. provides... Whatever, maybe groceries would probably be much more easier to easier to tie uh, or price. Um, yeah. Let's say I provide massage services. Yeah. Right? So, and let's say I have a very unique massage where there is no competition or there is nobody else in the market who can do it for the same way I do. Yeah. So then, how do I price that? Let's let's talk about that. Yeah. So when. Uh... So let's first uh, distinguish between a few things. What's a good and what's a service? A good is something that is in some sense standalone. Mm-hmm. I mean by that is, suppose I were to sell you a widget. The widget is something that I have manufactured. I'm the supplier. You're the buyer. Once you have bought it, it's yours and I don't have to do anything about it. I'm, no time is involved in this after the after the sale is over. Assuming that, you know, you're not calling me up and get, chewing my brain out about the widget not working. Assume mm. that once it is bought, let's say uh, an orange. You bought an orange from me, you can eat it, end of story. Mm-hmm. So that's a good. What's a service? A service is that is not really a good uh, uh, that gets transferred to the consumer but there's a process involved in it. Okay, It's not a standalone thing. There is a in- interaction that continues between the producer, I mean the supplier and the consumer. So your example is uh, a massage. Mm-hmm. A massage is maybe you pay ahead of it or after the massage is done, but the delivery of the product takes time an interaction between the supplier and the consumer. Or let's say you have a service of transportation. I'm a driver, I'm a taxi driver, and so it takes some time Hmm. that I have to spend. I can't, you know, manufacture uh, 
uh, a lot of taxi driving services and keep it in my inventory. And when somebody comes, I just hand them three units of taxi. So I have to be present hmm. to see the distinction. Otherwise, I can have a room full of widgets that I can just hand out to people. Hmm. Okay. Services are different from goods. And therefore, the there is a... Uh, limit to how uh, how much uh, how low the price of a service can be uh, put at because you can uh, price uh, a good at uh, various levels and it can even be zero or minus but services are always costly in some sense so the service uh, what kind of a service also makes a difference now? Oh. If you're a taxi driver, you can only drive one taxi at a time. Okay? Mm -hmm. If I'm a teacher, I can teach one person or I can teach a large number of people. Mm -hmm. So the service that uh, involves something, uh, the delivery of some information is different from the service which it requires some activity, like a message. Hmm. So the pricing will have different consequences in that case. Now, one thing that we need to uh, talk about specifically are goods of a certain nature, which are called informational goods, okay. which are different from the average good. So there is informational goods, then there are these goods which are the hardware type whether it's a sandwich or a car or a smartphone. These are hardware goods as opposed to informational goods. And uh, how do we price informational goods is an entirely different kind of uh, uh, analysis has to be done through this. Now, we live in the San Francisco Bay Area, which is where the Silicon Valley and which is the heart of the information technology uh, revolution. Okay. So it's very interesting that over here, uh, informational goods are often given away for free. And the last time when we were talking, we spoke about how an informational good can be given out for free by the supplier. And the consumer, therefore, is not directly paying for the informational good. But or the service. Mm. The can you give an example? Uh, can you come with an example of an informational good or a service? Yeah, service, especially. A service. Yeah. Um, let's say I am operating. A, I am a telephone operator. No, I'm talking about. Uh, okay, I should be more specific. We get. Uh, uh, informational goods all the time uh, over the web, mm -hmm. right? And one of them is, say, for example, you can go and read my blog. Mm -hmm. That's an informational good that you get over the over the internet. Or even this podcast, for example. We are yeah. not charging anybody yeah. anything. Now, what is an informational service? I'm, I'm trying to come up with a... We are trying to define what an informational service is. Informational service would be. Yeah, on the web, which is delivered on the web. 
um, well, email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, we use this all the time, mm -hmm. and that is that's an information thing, and it's a service. Mm -hmm. So, how much do we pay for our uh, most of us uh, in in our private lives? We don't pay anything for the informational service that we use in terms of, uh, say, uh, mail. We don't pay anything at all. Right. So where do you think, uh, how is it, what is the business model? How is it possible for someone to supply us with a service for which they are not charging? Because they look at our emails and then they can serve us ads. Okay, so somebody is paying them to do the continue with the service and not charge anything to the person who uses the service mm -hmm. whereas the person who is actually paying is the manufacturer or seller of some item mm -hmm. and they they want their item to be advertised right so when i use uh, somebody's email services i'm really not the customer okay i'm a user of the service Hmm. The customer of the service is the, are the people who are paying to have their ads included in some way in the service. Interesting. So I am not a uh, Google customer at all. Google's customers are some other people. Okay. Whereas I am a customer of, say, Southwest Airlines. Because I pay for the service of transportation that they provide. I'm a customer of a, a company, uh, some uh, hardware that I buy, the computer that I bought recently, etc. So then we are the customers in that particular case. We are also the users. But in the case of many of the free software services that we use, software information are interchangeable. So the software services that we use, we are not the customers. And therefore, it is possible that they can price it at zero for us, even though the cost of provide, provide, providing the service is non-zero. And that is made up by the people who are, who are the real customers who pay, pay the email service provider. Okay. Okay. So there's a supplier... We are the users, and then there's a... Yeah, there's a supplier or a producer, and mm -hmm. then there's a, uh, there is a customer, mm -hmm. and then there's a user. So they are quite different in, in... They are different. Their functions are different from in the case of a hardware, piece of hardware being sold. Now, it is possible to sell hardware also for free. If somebody else is willing to uh, underwrite or subsidize it. So think in yeah. terms of that, suppose uh, someone decides that they, they need to add they have walking billboards. Mm -hmm. so companies will pay uh, some, uh, somebody to put a billboard, put up a billboard. Mm -hmm. so they advertise their widgets. Mm -hmm. Suppose someone decides that, you know what, so I need a lot of advertising. What I can do is instead of putting up a billboard, I'll just make free uh, T-shirts available, but wow. the T-shirts will have advertising on both sides. So 
there's a bit of a chance of course because you know it could be that people will just pick up these t-shirts and wear them at home as as part of their pajamas which mm-hmm. means nobody else gets to see the ads mm. except them they themselves mm. i mean the people who see the ad themselves because they are wearing the t-shirt right but that's but a smaller is, subset of what yeah, you know, but it is possible to for people to give away free t-shirts or uh, decals and stuff like that so mm. that also can work this well, see broadly what we are talking about is how our prices set who sets the prices is a very interesting topic in it's a subtopic in economics it is not uh, it's a very very important subtopic a lot of great people have done awesome uh, thinking about how prices are determined it depends upon the kind of market there is the market structure the industry structure all these are things that determine how prices are uh, arrived at and it is how what is the role of an entrepreneur in the marketplace and what happens if there are monopolies and you can also argue that an entrepreneur is a monopolist the whole business of entrepreneurship involves monopolies oh. as a monopolist is the one who comes up you you want to be the only one who's making this particular thing when you say i've come up with this awesome incredible idea you are in a, in a monopolist at that time you do not have any other competitor it's only when the monopolist has become i mean the entrepreneur has become a monopolist and then other people look at it and say wow that's a great idea let me see if i can somehow copy that idea and therefore that process of entrepreneurship is what drives the the economy the economy is just a bunch of uh, entrepreneurs at various stages of being monopolists that is it's a dynamic process yes yes i understand what you're saying but um speaking of you know the user and the customer of a information service being different i the only example i can think of are ads right i cannot think of any other example where the user and customer of an information service in particular would be different uh yeah you're you're right you see if uh, it depends upon upon so many factors but the primary factor is the willingness to pay of uh, for a certain service hmm. when i use a gmail or a, a free email service there is a service provider and the service provider is providing two different kinds of services one is the email services to me and to its cust- me the user and the other is the service that the supplier provides to the advertiser so the advertisers are the consumers right uh, are the that was in time to be related example that there are two services being provided here one is email services and the other is advertising services hmm hmm so we need to once we make that distinction it becomes very clear so the next time we talk about these things we'll uh, dig uh, into the idea of what 
what drives an economy, especially an uh, economy which uh, revolves around these informational goods and services, since we are in the heart of this area? Yes, yes. And um, actually, one thing maybe we can take up in a later episode at some other time is uh, how you would, you know, think of the newspaper or the print newspaper distribution uh, economy, so to say. Mm-hmm. There's somebody who's who's researching the story. There's some journalist or an editor somewhere. They are printing it. And then there is a there is a iterative marginal cost of producing each newspaper. Mm-hmm. But then when I buy the newspaper, I pay money. So I'm both a user and a consumer. Whereas an advertiser is basically subsidizing my consumption of that newspaper yeah interesting and the value they're getting out of that is basically eyeballs on their ads that's right awesome so let's visit this in our next episode okay we'll do that thanks a lot we will catch you later all right have a good day okay bye You are listening to Economically Speaking with Atanude. The music that you heard in the beginning of the podcast is called Wunjo. The music that you're hearing right now was composed by an Italian composer called Piaganini. The cover photo for this episode that's available on SoundCloud was on Flickr by a user called SubcompServe. Keep in touch with us. Send us your questions to our Twitter handle at EconSpeaking. Our Facebook page is www.facebook.com slash economically speaking and our website is economically speaking.org. There is also a mailing list that you can join that the details are available on the website where you can get the latest episode always into your mailbox whenever a new one is released. Thank you for listening and hope you have a great day. Until next time, this is Economically Speaking with Atanu Dev.